Thank you for joining me, Stanley, on this Saturday. I'm very grateful to be back with you all. Um, very grateful that uh, we have this opportunity to come together and uh, just, just think a little bit, have, have a brief conversation about things that matter. Um, have a conversation that will hopefully help move you closer to God, help you reflect a little bit more about God, and uh, especially help you feel God's love a little bit more in your life. Um, I hope that that happens with all the conversations, even if it's just a conversation that kind of helps reframe some of your thinking. Hopefully, at the end of the day, we are moving um, closer to God and we're feeling more loved by God. And that's going to be really big with this conversation. Um, I have to give a huge thank you. Uh, the The whole conversation really got jump-started by a sermon that I uh, recently heard by one of my pastors, Brent Faulkner. Um, and if you are interested in hearing anything more by him, he does his own podcast. It is called The Walk On Podcast with Brent Faulkner. And um, if you just search up, search Walk On Brent, um, I'm sure you'll find it in your podcast apps. Um, so I, I would encourage you to do that. Uh, this message wouldn't be on that podcast yet, but um, it was a sermon that he just recently gave about um, a very common parable, um, a couple very common parables. Um, uh, one, one that we all kind of probably could catch on very quickly with is it's the pearl of great price, right? It's the person who finds a pearl or a treasure, gives away everything after that pearl, and Jesus said, this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. And I've talked about this parable before. I've uh, thought about it before. I remember giving sermons where um, I would uh, kind of compare it something a little bit more modern day. Um, because I know, I know for me, the idea of finding this incredible treasure, finding this incredible pearl, it's very far removed. Now, maybe... Uh, you or someone you know has uh, some nice pearl jewelry or something, but this idea is a bit removed for me. It's not really something that I'm latching on to as easily. However, I'm a huge bookworm. I'm sure uh, if you're listening to this, you probably already know that. I'm a huge bookworm. Um, I absolutely love books. I have a ton of them. And I'm always wanting to get more. And a friend of mine introduced me to an app called Goodreads. And if you are a bookworm, if you enjoy reading, it is an amazing app. You can use it to track your, your progress through a book. So you can put in the page that you're reading at any given moment. It helps you not lose your spot. It's always a frustrating thing when it happens if you choose to use the Goodreads app that way. Put in the page number from the last place you stopped reading, you're good to go. Um, it, it helps you uh, kind of organize different books. So you can um, create bookshelves. It could just be, hey, here are a bunch of books I want to read. Here are books that I've already read. Um, here's what I'm reading right now. But it, you could do even more than that. You can make up your own bookshelves. Um, 
I don't, I've used it to keep track of books that I'm wanting to buy versus books that I own, but also I have a list that's supposed to be kind of a, hey, when people ask me, you know, hey, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? Boom. I can just go to that list and say, hey, here's a number of books that I have that I'm really wanting to get right now. It's really helpful when people ask for, for gift ideas. You can create more lists. Um, I have lists based on friends that people, or friends. Um, I have lists based on book recommendations that friends have given to me. All sorts of things. It's an amazing app for people who love books. It'll suggest books. You can see what your friends are reading. It's awesome. Now, I just spent a minute and a half, two minutes, talking to you about this app. And I think it's an amazing app. And, and I do think if you, if you like reading, this is great for you. How much more incredible, how much more should we want to share Jesus? Because Jesus is so much more valuable than any app. Jesus is so much more valuable than even the most amazing thing you can imagine, right? That's what the parable's getting at. The kingdom of heaven to the pearl of great price. We should want to give up everything for it. We should want to dedicate everything we have to this, this, the kingdom of heaven, God's presence with us is worth everything. That's the way I've always looked at the parable. That's the way that most of us probably have always looked at this parable. And, and there, there's so much to that, I think. Um, you know, Jesus is worth so much. Jesus is, has been so good to us. God's been so good to us. And sometimes we just kind of allow everyday life to distract us from that. But if, if we're willing to, you know, give a recommendation because this business was so great to us. And so we're going to let everyone know, wow, like they were so good. We, we want them, we want people to know it. If uh, we have a product that we're like, wow, this product has changed my life. We want everyone to know it. How much more should those of us who experience the goodness of God want to share that with others? And yet, the, the amazing thing that Brent Faulkner can do so often with his sermons is that he'll look at the scripture passage and then he'll just give it a bit of a twist. Sometimes connecting it with other scriptures, sometimes just, just asking a unique question. And that's what he did with the Pearl of Great Price. Because Brent asked who... What does the pearl represent in the parable? And he noted that Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is like a man who finds a pearl. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who who finds a treasure. That in the parable... The kingdom of heaven isn't necessarily the treasure or the pearl. And 
Brent made this incredible point that I think a lot of us, especially uh, right now in our day and age, miss. The point is, to God, you and I are the pearl of great price. And scripture is very clear about this, actually. As soon as Brett made that point, I was like, oh, oh my goodness, this makes so much sense. Holy cow, this is so incredible. The Bible is very clear. In, in the verse that everyone knows, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. We're talking about a man who, who finds this pearl of great price and sells everything to buy that pearl. God gave everything for us. In Philippians, Paul talks about how even though Jesus was, was fully God, he emptied himself. He, he emptied himself of, of all that it meant to be fully God, to become one of us, so that he could save us. Even though we often feel like huge screw-ups God looks at us as a pearl of great price. God looks at us as a treasure of incomparable value. I just want to take some time to let that sink in. I I needed some time to let this sink in for myself. Like I'm not just some guy to God. And, and I think it, you know, I'm going to put this in, in the first person. I hope you put this in the first person for yourself. I'm not just some random person. I'm not just what I'm capable of doing. I'm not just the sum of my effects on people around me. I'm a pearl of great price. I am a treasure of immeasurable value. I am worth everything to God. God willingly, joyfully sacrificed everything to purchase me, to, to buy me, not just because I needed it, but because in God's eyes, that's what I was worth. I think this is an incredible truth. It can completely change the way that we look at ourselves and change the way that we look at God because for a lot of us, we look at the story of Christianity and think about how horrible we are, how, how 
terrible we are. And yet, the Bible says, no, we are of incredible value to God. God loved us so much that he did these things for us. I hope, if nothing else, you take a moment to let this sink in because I think it'll change everything about us. You and I, we are pearls of great price, treasures of immeasurable value, not just randomly, not just within our own goodness, but because God showed that God was willing to pay such an immeasurable price for us, that God was willing to give his own son. Jesus became one of us to die for us. And that was kind of where Brent's sermon left off. And um, and it was an incredible message. Um, And and it was so incredible. Um, Hopefully we do this with some of of the sermons we hear, but I know it doesn't happen with all of them, doesn't happen to me with all of them. Um, But this message, it, it really spoke deeply to me. It spoke a word that God has been speaking to me in different ways for a while. Um, I kept thinking about it through the week. And uh, God spoke further about it to me through the week. So uh, as I was going about my week, I'm thinking, you know, wow, like, isn't this incredible? Like, God views me as this treasure of immeasurable value. God kind of hit pause on me and said, Yes, and everyone around you. And that, I think, kind of brings the message full circle. I started by talking about, you know, the the value of the kingdom of God, the, the value that uh, we, we've all experienced with Jesus in our life, you know, that in our life, Jesus has done so many amazing things that God is so good and, and we should willingly and joyfully then share that with people around us. And there's a bit of a twist being like, well, well hold on, hold on. God sees me as a treasure of immeasurable value. Not, not just that, oh, I, I have to give up everything to, to try to gain worth, but that, no, I, I am of immeasurable worth, but shouldn't I willingly give up anything and everything then for those people who God willingly gave up everything? I think sometimes we, we look around us and the, the people around us become worth only about as much as what they're worth to us. And we never, we never mean for this to happen, but, but it does happen quite often. Right? We'll, we'll see someone and, 
you know, in this stage of your life, you know, wow, they're, they're such a huge help. They, they mean so much to you. They, they do so much for you and, and you let them know how extremely appreciated they are, but you change the phase of life. You change where things are at and the things that you're doing and the things that you value. And suddenly that person, it's not quite worth that much anymore. And sometimes that is a normal, healthy process. Relationships change. Things don't remain the same, but it can become so toxic and dangerous so quickly. It could mean that as you're walking around, your, your thoughts about people are, can this person add to me or not? Can, can this person be a positive in my life? Or for, for those of us in church, it, it could be as simple as, well, what could this person add to the church? Do I really want them to come? What, what can this person bring to my church? What, what skills can they bring? What money can they bring? You know, do, do they have a young family that they're going to bring? And we miss the fact that these are people of immeasurable worth to God. And so, you know what, there, there are times in relationships where the balance changes. And if, if the relationship is, is worth it, if, if the relationship is a, a God-honoring thing, right? There, there are times where relationships become toxic and you just kind of have to go, no, sorry, like I can't do that. But there are also times where you look at the relationship and you go, no, this is a good and beautiful thing that God's given me. It's worth the sacrifice. It's worth the pain. This person is worth everything to God. So this person's worth it to me. And that we look at the people around us and we go, hey, you know what? Yeah, that person drives me nuts. I'm in relationship with them right now. I work with them. Um, they, they go to my church We're we're in a community group together and, and, oh man, they drive me insane and I just can't stand them. But you know what? God saw in them so much beauty and good and value that God died for them. That person should be worth this for me. Right, when we're at work with the coworker that, oh my gosh, their views, you can't stand, you can't stand to hear them talk. When you're with that one person who's always so negative and they just get you down so much. When you're, you know, standing side by side with someone who, you know, they, they said or did that thing, they posted that thing on social media and it's getting you so upset. Or, or even if you're just in traffic, you know, the cars around you are driving you nuts with how they're driving. It can be so easy to just look at these people as inconveniences as we go about our life. But God saw each and every one of us as a treasure of immeasurable value. God didn't see us as an inconvenience on a path of 
making a good and perfect creation. God saw us as a treasure of immeasurable value. Worth giving up everything for us. And that's just as true for me individually as it is for that person in traffic, as it is for that coworker, as it is for that relationship that over time has changed, as it is for those people in those groups that just grind on us the wrong way. as it is for the person who ends up being an interruption in what was otherwise a good day, those are people of immeasurable value. God gave everything for them. God gave everything for you. And what God asks is not that you give up your value, because that's established by what God has done for you. God has asked that you give up all those other things. Right? The, the parable doesn't talk about a man who looks out on a field and sees a treasure. And the man goes, oh, hey, here's this treasure I need to give away all of my worth because the man is gaining the treasure. He's not losing worth. He's gaining it. We're not giving up our own self-worth and our own value. We are giving up things that don't honestly add to it. We're giving up some of our time, which seems to be of immense value, but God holds all of eternity. We're giving up words, which can carry great weight, but can't add to our own value. We are giving up some resources that might be scarce in the moment, but God owns it all. You're a treasure of immeasurable value. I am a treasure of immeasurable value. And we are constantly presented with God's presence with us, which means so much more than we could ever imagine. And all around us are other people who are the same treasure of immeasurable value to God. Can we, in understanding our own worth and where that is grounded, find ways to spread the message of this treasure, the message of our own worth, to a world that often sees itself as worthless? Thank you for joining me for another Saturday with Stanley. I'm so grateful for all of you who continue to join in and listen. God bless you. Goodbye.